message on exemption and then we can pray. Are you ready now? Exemption. How many of you were able to make it to the season of power 2023? How many of you were blessed at the season of power 2023? What an awesome time. What a mighty move of God. And I pray for you, whether you were there or not, that every grace that was made available during the conference, let it be released mightily for you in the name of Jesus. That whatever you do and wherever you go, the faithfulness of the Lord will shine through. In Jesus' name, somebody say amen. Exemption. Now, exemption means to be shielded, covered, or protected from something that is common to everybody. To be shielded, covered, or protected from something that is happening to everybody around the same time. There are many, many instances in Scripture where things were going on, things were happening, and you, the expectation is that it should happen to everybody. But some way, somehow, God steps in and preserves some people and prevents them from experiencing what should be common to everybody else. The reality is that in our families, there are things that happen and happen to everybody. But when the law of exemption steps in, what is common to every member in the family, God will shield you and protect you from it. I pray for you that whatever the enemy has sent out as a trend, as a pattern in our families, by the mercy of God, may we be exempted from those occurrences in the name of Jesus. Lift up your hands, shout yes. Some of you are very much privy to what I'm talking about because you know that in your family there are certain patterns that are flowing. You would have a family of three, four, five beautiful women, yet things like marriage becomes a struggle. Those who even try to enter into it, it becomes something else, whilst the others are knocking at the door of marriage. It is not that they are not educated. It is not that they are not beautiful. It is not that they are not hardworking. But something seems to be a blockade and an obstacle that prevents them from enjoying the blessings of marriage. There are others, you see them. Everybody in the family is educated, but nobody has a job. Everybody educated. In fact, because they are not getting jobs, they keep piling on more certificates. So from degree to master's to, they've done many, many professionals. They keep, because then they're all four, three, seven of them, nobody has a job. And the patterns are continuing, the trends are continuing. By the time we are done this morning, may the reality of the law of exemption be our portion in Jesus' name. Genesis chapter 3, verse 13 to 15. Let's start from there. I'm giving you three instances in the Old Testament and what the reality of it is in the New Testament. Genesis 3, 13. Yes, sir. Genesis 3. Okay, 4.13. Read 4.13. Read, let me see. Yes, that's it. Okay, what does Cain say to the Lord? My punishment is greater than I can bear. This is Cain who has just killed his brother. And the Lord is about to release a punishment upon his head. And Cain says, God, you have to do something about this. Because my punishment is greater than I can bear. Yes, sir. Uh-huh. Okay. 
Okay. So, so Cain says, what you have done to me by sending me out, by releasing me out there, you have put me in a position, in a predicament, where anybody who finds me will want to kill me. In other words, I have a target on my back where everybody would want to just end my life. 50. Now, what does the Lord say to Cain? Okay. So, by how God treated and punished Cain, what he should have experienced was death in the hands of any man. Any common man who met him on the road should have been able to kill him. And so he goes to God and says, God, I, am, I think this punishment is greater than I can bear. You need to do something about it. Verse 15, God, the Bible says, and God spoke to him and says, no, I will not allow anybody to kill you. I am about to put a mark on you such that when men see you, they know that this one is marked by God and no one must touch him. So what he was supposed to experience, God exempted Cain from that experience. We are talking about Cain, who the Bible says the blood of Abel was speaking against. Yet God even exempted Cain from what he should have experienced. How much more us that the blood of Jesus is speaking for us, I pray for you, that may God cause us to be exempted in the name of Jesus. Somebody say exemption. This is, this is somebody you consider wicked. He just killed his brother. He deserves to be punished. I mean, by the law of Moses, an eye for an eye anyway. So if he has killed, he should be killed also. And yet God exempts him, puts a mark on him. It means God is able to place a mark on you that, that exempts you from certain things. Are you with me now? He's able to release a certain mark over your life that shields you and preserves you from certain occurrences. Everybody experiences it, but you won't. That's why people will say, you are lucky. It's not luck. It is exemption. They are sucking everybody. There is one of, um, a brother of mine that works in one of the mining companies. And when he started, somebody helped him to get the job. The person was an HR person who helped him to get the job. When he entered in there, a few years later, they were doing redundancy and all those kinds of things. And the person who helped him to get in there, they sent him home with many other people, and he was preserved. Another year came, another redundancy. They started removing people, and they removed, and he was preserved and promoted. Another year came, they were doing redundancy. They removed, they were, they removed about five people from his office, including his boss, and left him, and he was promoted. It's like something is a covering over his life. That even if they are removing 90 people in the, in, the, in the company, something is always keeping him there. And, and he knows the secret and he knows the covenant. Because God has already told him through prophecy. And so when there are times he hasn't done what he's supposed to do and he hears that something is about to happen, he will quickly come and sort out what he needs to sort out and go back and know that he's okay. No matter the list. Look, they can bring a list or there will be a rumor that his name is part. Before the finalist will come, he is no one. Exemption. There are things you need to believe as systems of God's operation in the spirit. And when you begin to believe them and know that God can exempt you, it becomes your reality in life. Hallelujah. Ben was right now talking about and they want to win five times. 
technically speaking, what is so special about them that they have to win five times? But they have come to a place to believe that it is possible. Believe in the reality of certain things. Look, everything that would, you would experience ever in life must first start on the plane of belief. Are you with me now? Okay, number two, Exodus 12. Exodus 12. Exodus 12. From, from, from 12. Yes. So God is saying, I will pass to the land of Egypt uh-huh, on that night. My purpose for passing through is to strike all firstborns in Egypt. Both human beings and animals. So the, the, the thing that is happening is it's about to happen to every human being and every animal. Even the gods of Egypt, I'm about to execute judgment. I am the Lord. Mm. Okay. So he says, I'm about to enter the land. I'm about to strike every firstborn in the land, whether human beings or animals. So there's a cattle there minding his own business, chewing grass. And he has given birth to four um, cows. But when I come, the firstborn of that cattle will also receive judgment. Because my judgment will not discriminate between man and beast. But he says, when I come, for you, there will be a mark on your doorpost, which will be the blood. And when I see it, you will be exempted because I will pass over you. The law of exemption. Once again, he says, you will put a mark on your doorpost. Exemption. Which means that... The exemption did not come to people just because they were Jews. Is that true? So if you were an Israelite and you didn't put the blood, you, your firstborn would die. Because it has nothing to do with it. Now, if there was an Egyptian who got the wisdom and wanted to be part of them and applied the blood, it means that the blood would have also been a mark for exemption. Is that making some sense? Because the connection is not about, about um, lineage. It's more about the mark, which is the blood. So Cain was exempted. The Israelites are exempted. Genesis 26, 12 to 13. Genesis 26. The law of exemption. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. This is Isaac in the land. In what land? The land that has been previously described as a land plagued with famine. There's no fruitfulness. The land is refusing to give forth its best. Seeds are planted, but no results are garnered at the end of the day. Nothing is happening. Nothing is happening. But the Bible says for Isaac, he sowed in that land at the same time, in the same season, under the same atmosphere. And he received an hundredfold to the extent that he became rich and became prosperous. So he became very prosperous. Being prosperous is good enough. Not to talk of being very prosperous. Look, the way the Bible talks about it, it creates a picture of a progressive prosperity. Where he started from somewhere and kept prospering. 
farming is progressive, but in the other way, in the other direction. So when you struggle, you struggle downwards until you have nothing. And everybody is experiencing farming, but you can see that whilst everybody is going down, he's just rising. There's something that was working for him. A law of exemption had been instituted for Isaac that when things were tough in the economy of those days, it didn't apply to him because he was prosperous and prosperous till so he became very prosperous. So once again, it doesn't matter that the economic systems we run or we are under are tough. It doesn't even matter that the, the exchange rate is speaking a language only it understands. It doesn't matter at all. What matters is that if there is an exemption placed on you, in the midst of the same storm, in the midst of the same famine, you have the ability to prosper and prosper till you become very prosperous. And I pray for seven people this morning. It doesn't matter what they are saying about this economy and they are saying about this system and they are saying about this atmosphere. May the Lord release a mark upon your life that you will become exempted from hardship in the name of Jesus. You will become exempted from struggle and from travail in the name of Jesus. That you will not only prosper, but you come to the place of becoming very prosperous, lift up your hand and say, that is my story. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 20. 2 Corinthians 5, 20. Now, how does it become a reality in the New Testament? Yes, sir. Now, then, we are prosperous. We are there if the Bible is just please underline ambassador. So, so now we are who? Ambassadors for Christ. Who is an ambassador? An ambassador is somebody who is sent from one country to another country to represent the president of, his, of the country he's coming from. Not only the president, but the interests of the country he's coming from. Is that true? So if you have the Canadian embassy here, they have a high commissioner or an ambassador who represents the interests of the people of Canada. So although he is here, he is not here. Does that make sense? There is a law in diplomacy called the law of inviolability. Hallelujah. But we are learning something new. The law of inviolability. What that means is that it explains the system by which ambassadors are treated. So, for example, the building of the embassy, although it is located in Ghana, is not part of Ghana. How many of you knew that one? You must know. The building there, it may be located at airports in Ghana, but that building is not considered part of Ghana. If Ghana police are looking for somebody, and the person runs into that place, they cannot enter because it's not, it's, the person has entered Canada or America or Burkina Faso. Amen? That's number one. Number two, you, 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 the person who is an ambassador is not under any of the laws of the country he is in. So your laws does not apply to the person. Your laws does not apply to If you say he commits a crime in your country, you have to carry him and give him back to his country. Let them decide. That is why if they are at the airport and they are leaving, you can't search them. Who are you to search them? The law of inviolability. 
So they are here, but are not under, they are not subject to the laws of this place. Now the Bible says that we are ambassadors of Christ. It means that our being on the earth, physically, does not mean we are subject to the dictates of the patterns of the earth. Am I making sense? There is, there is a covering and a shield for us because although physically we are here, there is, there is exemption for us because we represent a higher kingdom. But this is only a reality for those who know they are ambassadors of Christ. Amen? They are ambassadors of Christ. So, so the ambassador is here, but he's not affected by the economy of Ghana. Why? Because he's not paid in Ghana. He's paid from where he's coming from. Our blessings do not flow because we are here. Our blessings flow because we are connected to the Christ of whom we are ambassadors. I pray for you in your workplace, in your home, in your family. May God cause you to indeed be an ambassador of Christ. Where the laws of this earth become, you are exempted from them in the name of Jesus. When men are struggling, you are making it. When men are saying there's a casting down, we say there's a lifting up. For God is with us. Somebody shout yes. See, that is why Jesus in his prayer, he prayed, he says, give us this day our daily bread. If it was all about working here and being paid here, that prayer would have been moot. But he knew that there is a certain connection we have with the kingdom that we can demand that they supply us here. Can we pray this morning? The law of exemption. We have how many months? Um, two months, eh? For the year to end. Many are Rise to your feet. We want to end the year well. May God exempt us from any bad news. It, may God bring exemption. You see, there are people who can have a certain kind of accident. When you see the car and you see them, you know that this one, it is God. You know this one, God has exempted them because they should have not survived. Lift up your right hand, begin to pray. Father, bring exemption over my life in the name of Jesus. Any bad news that the enemy has planned, orchestrated, set in motion, even in my work, in my school, in my family, may you cause it, cause me to be exempted. Lift up your voice, begin to pray. Thank you for listening to the Apostle Josiah Aubin Jr. For more of these messages, please subscribe to his podcast and SoundCloud. It's Apostle Josiah Aubin Jr. To interact with him, like his page on Facebook, follow him on Twitter at Apostle Josiah Aubin Jr.